0: Jonathan Holmes, I often like to imagine that you are Samuel L. Jackson as a baby.
1: I feel like Samuel L. Jackson.
0: You look like a baby Samuel L. Jackson. You don't at all. I think that was just me being subtly racist and thinking it's okay somehow. I apologize to everyone. Can I be better? Should I sound so good? Hey, we can always be better in life, Jonathan. Striving to achieve our goals. (laughs) Learning new experiences. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But Jonathan, you are my old dog. And I can teach you a fair few tricks. (laughs) So many people
1: are shipping us, Jim. And I can't... It boggles my mind. Mind, mind, mind! So boggled.
0: Uh, shipping. Well, you know about it? Shipping. I, I know about shipping. That's short for, I believe, relationship. Uh, I it? didn't know that. I know a thing or two. I read TV tropes. Oh. Um, yes, where people like to pair up characters, mostly characters from films or animes, and mm-hmm. and make them have sex with each other in their minds. Uh, better they're shipping us than shitting us, uh, because that. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. I literally just said it. Because shipping sounds a bit like shitting. And that, in my mind, were enough elements for a joke.
1: They, well, it was. Because everyone who ships us immediately thought, oh, I do shit you two. Because <laughs> I ship you, Jonathan, to Jim's room to be shit on by Jim. <laughs> that is what shitting someone is. Good. For sure. Yes. That's it's, what they do.
0: In my mind, here's my fanfic for... Although, essentially, most of what I do on Podzoid is Jonathan Holmes' fanfic week on week. Because I am your fan. And the things I come up with for you are technically... It's what I like to call temporary fiction. It's Mm-mm. not It's not true now. <laughs> but that's, that's a, a fluid state of being. Um... So, I would like you to be my fluid state of being. (laughs) I mean, spunk on you with with semen from my penis.
1: This makes people so happy when you talk about these things. They uh, they, they relate your relationship to me and the words you say about semen... To their lives and the people they talk to, like, oh, I'm the I'm the Jim Sterling, and my friendship with this guy whose anus I talk about all the time, and then the other guy comes on, and he's like, yep, always talking about my anus, gosh, and they but, just kind of have it be there. It, it's a model. You're modeling.
0: Well, we lifestyles. should model. We should model our lifestyle on them because clearly, this guy seems quite happy with this situation with his anus being the topic of, of conversation. Whereas you, whereas, mm. whereas you yes. are selfish <laughs> and egocentric, and you, you hoard your anus. You are like on that show Hoarders, who have houses full of cockroaches, except it is your anus that is full of cockroaches, Ouch. and soiled diapers, and, and old, old Walmart bags full of <laughs> bottles that are Animals full have of
2: lived and died. In your oh. anus.
0: Oh yes, there is a cat. There is a cat in your um, anus, Jonathan, that has been squashed flat under just a box of clothes, and it is. <laughs> and <it's laughs> How big is my this anus dry, in your Dry, desiccated husk, just with all maggots on it, and the maggots are dead because nothing thrives <sighs> in your in barren anus. anus. And there's an old fat woman in your anus with one leg. Just going, I don't want to die. I want to eat snack melts.
1: She's the hoarder.
0: I'm ashamed to have my daughter around. She... she... sees the state of the house I'm living in.
1: How big are these people and cats and boxes?
0: Oh. oh, Jonathan.
1: Regular sized?
0: There are 50 rabbits and they poo everywhere.
1: <laughs> They're normal. They're not like a millimeter long. No,
0: either. they've all got myxomatosis. They've all got weepy eyes. And 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 scabies.
1: <laughs> it's not true. Anything you're saying. <laughs> about... Again,
0: temporary uh, fiction. Mm. It's it's not true now.
1: <laughs> That's such a
0: threat. It <laughs> is such
1: a way to
0: it's terrify others. It's a it's dream. A d- it's I'm a dream merchant, Jonathan. I I sell. I sell whimsy <laughs> and design. I'm kind of like Jim Henson, but instead of Sesame Street, it is your hole. Street.
1: Street, yeah, Street. labyrinth even.
0: Yeah, your ass is the labyrinth. <laughs> I like to imagine that the little girls climb into your ass trying to find babies, because mm. David Bowie's in there. He's just what's said is said. You've got to <laughs> go through my anus and reach the castle at the center
1: but not his anus he considers my anus to belong to him like his castle
0: yes 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 and there's a little worm in your anus that's just come Uh. come inside never cup of tea (laughs) and the woman uh, goes past that and then there is a little midgety fella who's like i'm hoggle and a big bear monster that goes, Luda friend! I'm going to go through all of the Labyrinth characters I can remember, Jonathan Hopes. That's a good
1: amount. Don't mix them up with Dark Crystal characters. I
0: don't want to mis- mix them up, Jonathan, no. With, no. with them. Because no. otherwise, because I'm hoping if we get really quiet halfway through, we can just hear echoing from within your deep, dark bowels. We can just hit dance, dance, magic dance. <laughs> Dance magic ass. That magic spell on me.
1: That was Conrad.
0: Fuck that bladder. Make him pee. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Johnny's can... ass. I'm in Holmes' ass. Wow. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's bad. not.
0: It's my butt. Yeah, you have but not consider this argument. No. Why that's, would you? That's where what? I'm looking at this from. I like your ass labyrinth. I would like to get lost in your ass labyrinth. <laughs> Instead of what? Pan's labyrinth, it is Man's labyrinth.
1: <laughs> it's just a butthole, like, uh, like most others, I bet.
0: You say it the proper way, because this is the labyrinth special of Poddite. You go, it's an asshole. Nothing. <laughs> but if you turn it this way, it'll show you your dreams. And again, this brings us back I am the dream merchant And I do feel that if if Our Podtoid fans were to turn your asshole This way, it would show us Our dreams, because most of our dreams As Podtoid fans, because I am a fan of Podtoid And I like to think I speak For the fan community I'm I'm in many ways the president Of your fan club, Jonathan
3: Mm,
0: And I do believe that all of our dreams (laughs) Begin and end At your a whiffy hobbit hole.
1: Whiffy? Yeah. What does that mean? Just it whiffs? Yeah. It's, it smells
0: things? Yeah. No, no, it's just, it's just whiffy.
1: <laughs> you know what's weird about my life?
0: What's weird about your life is when I have you with your trousers down <laughs> in the middle of the street um, doing a handstand while I just, I've just grabbed some random little person that I found, and I'm holding him over your um, arse Uh. While while i paid him to scream, No! Not the Bog of Eternal Stench!
1: (laughs) Wow. That implies my butt stinks.
2: I was wondering how long it was going to take us to get to the Bog of Eternal Stench.
1: I really hope it
2: doesn't stink, my butt.
0: I was panicking. For the past five minutes, I've been panicking. How the fuck are we going to get to the Bog of Eternal (laughs) Stench? I don't know how. So I just said it. And I hope I delivered, because the listeners, again, are expecting this, Jonathan. They want me to liken your asshole to Labyrinth's Bog of Eternal Stench. And I hope I've done that. I hope me, the dream merchant, (laughs) I've I've brought that to the people. I'm thinking of doing that just as a way of being in life. I'll I'll wear a blue robe with silver stars (laughs) printed on it. I'll just go around calling myself the dream merchant. I'll have a scroll. Well, okay. sure.
2: I mean, you've got to have a scroll just for purposes of legitimizing.
0: It. Yeah. What's,
1: a, what's a scroll say? Uh, just something to unfurl at times? or
0: Something to, yeah. I'll just, it'll be really long, so I'll like throw it. I'll throw one end of it so it just goes around like a big long carpet. And that's that's... go, look at my scroll. <laughs>
1: Sound like David Bowie still a little bit,
0: what the, what? the Goblin
1: oh. King. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was. Uh, it's a good thing I didn't segue because you wanted to talk about the bug of eternal stench. But before that, I was going to say that my life is weird because this isn't the first time I've hung out with guys who talk about anus being magic and uh, a portal to uh, dreams before.
0: Holmes is is magic <laughs> You
1: know uh, never believe it's not so I think that's Watching what
0: Watching me think of that hole It's magic <laughs> These... Did you <laughs> like the long gap between mm. the like lines where I tried to think of something to carry it on? That was my best bit of that bit.
1: It, it, I like those pauses a lot. They give people time to anticipate what's going to happen next, and then it's just more. And then, yes, <laughs> and
0: then it's just disappointment. Because, yeah, no, no, they oh, like it's, it. It's more of the same. Oh, uh, well, they enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk about Uranus is very much like Call of Duty in that way, <laughs> in that it is very much the same and one of the most popular entertainment products of
1: the it's year. <laughs> number two on the Japanese charts. Yeah. Well, I- to yeah and your right ass. behind animal crossing and my ass that's you said. That number
0: three it's not <laughs> yes. i am not what the japanese public wants we could make all. your ass big in japan mm, i don't think so dude if shampoo could be big in japan you can be big in japan shampoo the movie you don't even know it was a group it was just two girls in britain they had a number one song oh god
2: yeah, hmm. they had a, a few. Like there were a couple of Fox shows, I guess, that put their music videos, and they were young girls, and they did this like teeny boppy kind of stuff. It was really
0: just with really common voices. Oh yeah, they, like they go, were ah, mediocre ah, in every. We're re- in trouble. Yes. Along and it's and <laughs> oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. sounds so good. I. No. I, I'll be honest. I I have been known to listen to it in recreational it time. It's it sounds
1: kind of charming and and light and you know it sounds it's, fun. It's it sounds fucking, good actually.
2: It's, it's kind of grading
1: a little bit. Really? It's, I
2: don't
0: it's, know. Yeah. It's, it's like It's
1: silly it voices. Mm. Uh, it's just. Mm.
0: It's vile, but I still enjoy it. It sounded good to me. To it, and, and I is, can
1: see why yeah. that would be big in Japan. I can't see why. Me in any way, especially my my ass. No, will not you what you know what they love. Ju-
0: when you stop talking about your ass, by the way. I will. Yes, it's, I mean we've had enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> we've you've dominated this first ten minutes or so with just ass talk, Jonathan. I didn't. Uh,
1: I was talking about shipping. I thought. I think it's pretty you interesting. We don't want to
0: talk about every petite wrinkle. In your brown eye. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I didn't, I don't want to either. I want to move on. Okay. I was going to tell you, I thought you would find it interesting that I knew some other guys that talked about buttholes a lot. Oh. Maybe it's not that interesting, but uh, maybe 10, 12 years ago, I hung around with a guy named Mike who was kind of like you, Jim, except he is more soft spoken but when he writes music it's just the way you are when you talk like he can just write 50 songs in a night and they all have a bizarre logic to them that, that is
0: more funny. talented than me
1: mm, the songs the music is troubling so i'm not going to say it's exactly <laughs> <about you. laughs> troubling like he, he's never going to be a hit star but he, he the songs are hilarious was he really?
0: was he really one half of shampoo is this where the story goes? You knew them all along.
1: <laughs> he was not. But he had another friend who looked like a, um, just a businessman, just a serious businessman. But you give him one Japanese beer and all he's talking about is cherry red anuses after that. And on one night, he suddenly was like, you know who sucks? Elton John. Who's <laughs> the fucking sing about anuses? <laughs> That's yeah. You one, know, that one. It's, it's that one. It should be. I'll tell you how it should go. Hey kids, looking to my anus. You can see the future from ten years from right now. Everybody's <laughs> reading the magazine. He's he saying that maybe <laughs> for for months, maybe years. Every time he drank. How you doing, Jeff? <laughs> hey kids, looking to my anus in public.
0: I'm glad you said every time you drink, because I was thinking it was one Japanese beer, and that set him off for months.
1: <laughs> no, he, he'd, he'd sober up, but, but then next day, hey, you guys want to get some Kieran? Yeah, sure, Jeff. Uh, yeah, we'll get some Kieran. We'll we'll hang out, and then half hour later, look into my anus.
0: Look into my anus?
1: Yeah. You want Elton John to sing that, bend over in front of all the kids. Hey, kids. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a guy You hung around with all the time And then he kind of left my life for a while And now you're here
0: I was taking a drink <laughs> when you did that bit And I just drink splashed up my face <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to
1: that All the credit goes to Jeff He's uh, he's a heck of a guy uh, he, he called me weirdly I might have talked about him on Bit Transmission before actually Tell me if this sounds familiar Conrad he called call me up and be like The old man
3: I don't know why He's a really good kisser. And oh then God! I, yes. I killed someone. I'm like okay,
1: and then I call him the next day, Jeff. What was that about? What do you mean? You're talking about an old man and how you thought maybe you were a murderer? No, I didn't. Just completely wiped it out of his mind.
0: Yeah, really? Yeah, it's an interesting guy. It sounds like a like a good laugh, does Jeff?
1: He was. Then he started telling people that he thought I was going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't joking He's was like watch out for John I think he's got a knife You know I, I, I don't know what's wrong with him He's really changed And then I haven't hung out with him since then Brilliant yeah, I maybe. Like that. maybe he's doing great I hope so I, No hard
0: feelings I like that idea so much I think I'm going to adopt That bit as well <laughs> Great I would like it if, if you If I thought you were trying to kill me I've got to convince myself of that now i tell you what, he's fun, though. Yeah. Re- I worked something out. You did? Yeah. Now, I know someone called Colin Moriarty. Okay? Really? That's yeah. such a cool name. I know someone called... I've, I've mentioned him a couple of times on the podcast, I think, because he's a weird person. Because mm. we get on even though he is, like, completely the opposite of me. Like a hard Republican guy. Uh... Hates all the games I like. New reviews, right. so, he reviews for IGN. He's called Colin Moriarty, mm-hmm. and you, Jonathan. Yeah, I called Jonathan Holmes. I yes. know a Holmes and a Moriarty. Oh, <laughs> wow! You do. And this is the best thing in the world to me, <laughs> because now you get to be a detective. Uh. And you get
2: to be Watson.
0: And I get to be Watson, Jonathan. What? Oh yes. How? Jonathan Holmes. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Now hear me out. How would you like to be the world's greatest detective? No,
1: No, that's Batman.
0: (laughs) Better, better than Batman.
1: I've been, I've had Holmes as a last name my whole life. Yeah. So this isn't a new idea for me. People saying, oh, like Sherlock
0: Holmes? I'm imagining, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. imagining after, you know, 30-plus years of your life, it's gotten incredibly grating and tiring. You're kind of bored of it,
3: mm.
0: but you should be Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I this have, is the ideal time to take it back. Yeah, I've been very sensitive to the idea that you might not like this, oh. and you might be just tired of people making jokes about you being called Holmes, you know, etc. Then I thought, fuck it. I'll just do it anyway. Because <laughs> because unlike those other people, Jonathan, unlike those, those hussies that go after you for your trinkets, I actually have a right to say it. I have a right to say you should be the next... Sherlock Holmes detective Because I know a Moriarty unlike them I've got your villain I've... Oh he's,
1: he's uh, We're not going to get along then He seems like a nice guy though
0: Well I'm going to go up to him After I've had a Japanese beer and say Look out for that guy he's going to kill you <laughs> And from then on he, His first reaction Will be well he's called Jonathan Holmes I better get busy being the Napoleon Of crime <laughs> That makes sense. It's That's a what I would think, Yes. If, if I had an enemy called Holmes, I would find some crime and then be the <laughs> Napoleon of it.
1: <laughs> huh. Yeah, okay. I'll take on Colin right. Moriarty. So, Why not? Life's too short. You gotta try.
0: Yeah. Uh, first of all, you've got to go on Twitter and call him a twat. <laughs>
1: Oh no, I'm not going to do that.
0: Well, I'll tell him that you said he was a twat, just uh-huh. to get the rivalry going. Because you need a rich history, like a rich backstory of rivalry.
1: I don't think Holmes and Moriarty were like that. They, they, some would say they even had sort of a weird crush on each other because they were the only equals.
3: <laughs> I can
0: work with that.
1: Oh crap! Why do I, why do I talk? Don't oh, talk.
0: I'm going to need a bit more than one Japanese beer for that one. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll 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 get it done. Faint heart now, one fair maid. Or got an IGN and a destructoid writer to suck each other off. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Think about it, Jonathan. The Batman. I am. I don't want to. No, I don't. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Let me sell this to you. Uh... Not the not the We'll We get to that. Um, but let me just sell you on the idea, okay? Sherlock Holmes, the Batman. A.K.A. Val Kilmer, oh. Columbo. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, Matt, Peter Falk. He's great.
0: Matlock.
1: Matlock. That was uh, Andy Griffith. Yeah.
0: The Great yeah. Mouse Detective.
1: I don't know who that was. I it's- do remember the Great Mouse Detective. Inspector Me too. I don't know. Played him though.
0: Yeah.
1: Was that the uh, Inspector Did Gadget? You- was that the Get Smart guy, or just yeah, you guys? Don the- Adams? Don Adams. Thank you.
0: Danger Mouse. Oh, fuck oh, about- Yeah, he's good. Inspector Clouseau.
1: Why are you just listing...
0: Which Inspector Clouseau? <laughs> what is going on? Peter Sellers. Okay, Pe- thank
2: you, because I swear to God, if you'd said Steve Martin, we'd was, have had to kill Steve
0: Martin. It was tempting just to upset you, but I went <laughs> I went Peter Sellers. Um, I'll rather pinch the cartoon version.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah I like that. It's He's
0: a silent smart. panther, sure. Mm-hmm. Of course. Jonathan. Oh. Um, Peter Gabriel. I meant to say Gabriel Knight. <laughs> why, are we, why are you listing different detectives
1: now? Why?
0: Why do you do that? Right. Just, just think of all the great detectives that I just. Matlock. Have I said that one? Did mention him. Yes. I'll say it again. Matt, Matlock too. <laughs> Matlock here. Uh,
2: what, was, what was Angela Lansbury's
1: Oh
0: Murder, on she
2: Murder She Wrote? Uh, uh,
0: it was mi-
1: like Angela Glansbury Mrs.
0: Mrs. Murder She Wrote.
1: It was like her name, except uh, slightly different.
0: Dick yeah. Van Diagnosis Murder.
1: Oh, I really like Dick Van Dyke a lot. Who doesn't?
0: Now, just think of all those oh. great detectives I've just mentioned.
1: Yeah, they're great.
0: They're fucking fantastic. Yeah. John Travolta from Face Off. Uh... <laughs> now imagine <laughs> when people are listing the, the 100 greatest dicks of all time. Jonathan
1: Holmes, up there with the greats. Uh, I'm, mm, I'm
2: pretty lazy. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. that probably is a name that does come up often. If you know you're looking at the greatest dicks in history.
1: My, well, the other one, he's a John with a J O H N, might I add. Uh, my mother, as you might guess, very quick to point that out to people that she did not name me after a porno star. Wow. Different names. I can't,
2: I can't imagine. Yes. <laughs> In any know.
0: case, yeah. I mean, this is going to help you take that back as well, because then the first thing in people's minds won't be, oh, Jonathan Holmes, you mean the porn star. It'll be, oh, Jonathan Holmes, you mean the world's greatest fucking detective.
1: <laughs> Being a detective is really hard. You have to oh, research no. and oh, no.
0: care. No, and I don't, mm. no, 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 no. You don't have to research and care. You don't? No, because I've already solved the case for you. I'm your Watson. I'm doing the work. I'm like the penny to your Inspector Gadget. Okay. I've already sorted this out for you. How would you, Jonathan Holmes, like to be the man who solved the Black Dahlia case? Sure.
1: I saw some of that movie. Uh, you know, Brian De Palma.
0: For those Even who do dead,
1: he's good, yeah?
0: For those who don't know, one of the greatest unsolved cases in American history, from the 40s, I think. Mm-hmm. That's when L.A. Noire was set. Mm. A woman was found dead, cut in half, Uh, She was nicknamed the Black Dahlia They were suspects, never found out who did it Until now Until (laughs) until Jonathan Holmes, the great mouse detective Steps up to the plate And solves it
1: Did I solve it already? Yep I did
0: That's what you're going to tell the press and the police anyway (laughs) When you call a press conference To announce You know Who killed The Black Dahlia you have cracked the Black Dahlia case. Okay. We call everyone in. We've got press. We've got people from Fox News. We've got people from CNN. We've got the Chief of Police. We've got Commissioner Gordon. We've got Columbo, or at least the man who plays him, if he's still alive.
2: I don't think so. Nah, I think it's... Peter Fox is dead. Well, yeah, I,
0: well, we'll get Monk then.
1: <laughs> Tony
2: it's, Shaloub.
0: It, yeah, we'll get Tony Shaloub. It's the best of both worlds. We'll get them all in. We'll get mothers and, and fathers, families, children. They can bring their pets if they like. To Val Kilmer's Family Black Dahlia Revealed Showdown. What? Why would you want to return to that idea? I don't. I just thought it was funny. Like. <laughs> no, you call a press conference. Uh, I will come out and say ladies and gentlemen, uh, we would first of all like to announce to the world that crime better sleep with its cock in its pants because Jonathan Holmes the greatest mouse detective in the world is on the fucking case (laughs) he's gonna stick his oily chunder in the fucking spice hole of villainy
1: this is you talking now as Watson to CNN and NBC (laughs) Yes. looking very seriously into the camera swearing on live television
0: I'll have a monocle (laughs) I'll have a monocle and a pipe and I'll say he's gonna stick his slimy chungus. Is that a penis? I yeah, don't even know in, what a chungus in is. In this okay. context it is. Okay, good. Up up the squeaky shiffle hole of nefarious deeds. You idiots. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, Jonathan Holmes, the world's greatest <laughs> detective. Solved the Black Dahlia case. Before then, he's got a tumbling act, and then you what? come out and do your tumbling.
1: Oh, you mean like uh, gymnastics for people who don't move very well?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's just it. rolling
1: around just on the strong. ground. I <laughs>
0: want you to do back back roll. Like <laughs> you, you sit down and then you like flip backwards and just kind of shuffle backwards a bit onto your knees.
3: Mm-hmm. From
0: that position, well, what else is there? It's the classic forward roll. <laughs> roll-
1: it is a classic. People, it is
0: uh, it is a classic. You roll forward, do a little forward roll. At this point I'm going to guess Bill O'Reilly has has wet his pants.
1: With pleasure? With um, fear or what? Why? Why would he just Just because I sing? think he
0: does it every half hour to be honest. Um but other people will think it was because he is so happy.
1: Oh. Because of the forward roll. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, the forward roll has tipped them over the edge of glee. What's going to finish the deal? Another forward roll.
1: <laughs> Those don't look good. Those are not impressive to watch.
0: <laughs> yes, it is, because me and Conrad will have party poppers. And every time <laughs> you do a forward roll, we'll pull one. So they get a little a little bang, a little spark, and some <coughs> streamers mm-hmm. that just shower you. And then when the streamers float down I want you on your knees to just like hold your neck And your chest While they fall over your face And for you to just go oh, 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 Like that Ugh, While me wow. Conrad like shake Party poppers near our groins And then pull them <laughs> and, spl- and they just like splat in your face With with colourful paper streamers While you go oh, oh, Like that and you wink at women in the audience Like almost threateningly <laughs>
1: Is that to show them that I know that they like what I did? Because they don't.
0: No one wants to see that.
3: (laughs) Well, if
0: if no one's convinced, by the time the third forward roll happens, I think they'll be quite impressed.
1: No, this is going to upset a lot of people because it's a huge... Press conference <laughs> about something people have been talking about for almost a hundred years, <clears throat> and um, oh, I'm just rolling God. around on the ground, uh, <laughs> very God. full of myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it doesn't yes. go over well. No,
3: for another hundred
0: years. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that we. This is what CNN says at this moment. Right? They're doing a live thing, and they say, "I thought we were here to." <laughs> to solve the Black Dahlia mystery. We're also getting fucking tumbling. This is amazing.
1: <laughs> no, they're not. No, no, no. No, they'd be.
0: This, um, this is the BBC. <clears throat> That's uh, Jonathan Holmes there on his 14th Ford roll. <laughs> it's fine form. Um, excellent execution. There's uh, a lot of balance there. We don't know how many uh, streamers that his assistants, uh, that's Conrad Watson and Jim Watson, uh, have to to shower him. But as you can see, they're spaffing it in his face like Technicolor cum. And he's lapping up every milky inch of it. This is the the BBC. That's... uh (laughs) Right, world right, renowned, class- uh, yeah. You can tell because it's so classy. Yeah, Her Majesty's British Broadcasting Corporation, Auntie Beeb, as 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 we uh, expats call that. That's uh, the eighteenth forward roll now. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't tell <laughs> Jonathan no, mm. Detective Holmes, um, who has been unveiled tonight as the greatest mouse detective in the world, has yet to do another back roll after the first one. <laughs> But oh my god, oh my fucking cunting Gravy, he's doing a jumping jack. <laughs> those are not- Whoa, those are not that impressive jumping <laughs> jacks. It's That's just a rotation of five jumping jacks now. And is that uh yes, it's an attempted half cartwheel.
1: Oh, I can't do those it's- at all.
0: No, you can do the attempted half ones, because um as, as as experts in the field of tumbling know, uh, the attempted half-cart wheel is that one where you just kind of put your hands on the floor a bit and jump in a in a small semicircle and then stand back up and, and do another jumping jack in case anybody <laughs> noticed how shit it was. At excellent. Forge roll number 19. No, no, no. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> i think if i saw a 30 year old man do 19- 35 35 that's even better 35 year old man do 19 forward rolls five jumping jacks one back roll and a semi-attempted cartwheel i'd be impressed i'd call that excellent I would be happy, and woe betide the ungrateful fucker who throws that back in our face. They've got party poppers and all, Conrad and Jim Watson, the Watson brothers. We're wearing hats.
1: I'm picturing Wolf Blitzer talking about it too, for whatever (laughs) reason.
0: Oh, that's brilliant! And they've got the other one, what's his name? John Church of Day Saints. With... (laughs) With the big touch screen and he's just touching This giant TV screen And like oh let me just swipe in here Zoom this up here And you can just see How tight the back of Jonathan Holmes's pants look As he does that um, Attempted half cartwheel
1: Am I just wearing normal clothes too Just rolling around wearing a shirt And oh. regular pants and stuff and Just I'm tucked in shirt and Yeah I'm
0: thinking, normal guy. I'm thinking Oh what's that horrible history Oh no Oh, is it over? Go. Yeah, that's better. I'm oh, thinking I, a yeah. red sweater and grey slacks. <laughs> and <laughs> and so we've got John, um, Church of Latter-day Saints, just just there. You can see his ass was facing the audience as he did the attempt at half cartwheel, which is very good, because we all like a little look at that. <laughs> Suddenly he's Uncle
1: Reg type guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have your comments coming in on Twitter.
3: <laughs>
2: got yep. the feed running at the bottom of all these people just commenting on uh, the brilliant form oh I don't think no
0: we Found. usually force the hashtag CNN Black Dahlia
1: <laughs> that would be a pretty exciting story people would actually want to find out what's just, going just on what kind, oh, and it's tumbling,
0: coming. They, what kind of tumbling you're going to do next that, you're right people are going to be ecstatic
1: oh no it's, it's the hissing again it's horrible Make I'm gonna. I, I have to go make it stop. I'll be right back. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Well, I'll be back.
0: I'm only just going. I want to keep talking about this.
1: I know, but the hissing, Jim. The hissing.
0: Well, don't have snakes in your house.
1: <laughs> Someone's turned the heat on, so that happens. I have to go turn the heat off. I'll be back in a second.
0: Come on, just talk about. What is the heater? Is it's it, a heater. It's is a, it just it's... fire breathing snakes just flying around the top of your room, just bl- blowing fire? Is it small dragons? Have you got small dragons?
1: I don't have small dragons. I wish I did. Like Lockheed, yeah. the dragon? He's an alien. He's a good dragon. Okay, I'll be right back. Just talk, it'll be fine. You won't even know I'm gone. it will be gone.
0: Well, come on. I'm, do- I'm almost done.
1: Oh, okay, I'll just almost say done. that.
0: almost okay. done. After an hour of tumbling, we just say it's Steve Buscemi and fuck off quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Moriarty no no it's Steve Buscemi definitely <laughs> we just say it's Steve Buscemi we have a photo of his face we say fucking look at that weirdo and we run you know and even even if he didn't kill the Black Dahlia he's killed somebody <laughs> mm, yeah. so that, he <laughs> was, it. He was flying con air for something oh I <laughs> forgot he was in that wasn't he God, that movie's so good yeah, what a
1: weird movie. Who is that? Was that Bruckheimer, Bay, Bay, or Bruckheimer? Hmm.
0: It wasn't Bay. No, it might have been Bruckheimer.
1: Might have been. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Who gives a fucking shit?
1: <laughs> what happened in video games this guy this week? You guys, it was fun. Bruckheimer. I thought it was one of those two. Yeah. Uh, come on, video games. It's like we've been doing this for like an hour. <laughs> what happened in video games this week? It's exciting. Talk about
0: terrible week for video games. It's been slow. I mean, we had such a busy week last week. It's. I did very little work today. I felt I felt awful to be honest. I I had a really bad night. So. Oh, sorry to hear that. Did very little, um, which felt good. It felt good to just watch like In Between Us on Netflix for a bit, and watch a lot of pornography on the new television, because it's a smart TV and has a really good browser that um, can play videos on sites unlike my phone and the 360 and everything. Mm, so I was yeah. like, well, fuck that, I'm going to watch a lot of pornography in high definition so you can see, you know, cats' bite marks on women's hands and things. <laughs> there were I'm some news... certain it was a cat's bite mark. Whoa, 490
1: comments on your number one reason why story, Jim?
0: Jeez. It Good
1: was like 300 grief. when I last saw it. Oh, yeah. It's 490 as of last refresh, which was about an hour ago. So that happened. It's fun to have people talk about things and continue to say the same things that they say. People might be moved by some of that. They might have been hearing it for the first time, but it for was us. a very
0: nice uh, little movement that happened on Twitter. Well, say, oh, yeah. I say little. It sounds Huge. almost patronizing. It was fucking big. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was positive to see. It was, um, even my, for myself, who has certainly been trying his best to um, not overtake the issues, but try and just talk about them a little bit, you know, about gender issues in gaming. Just to try and, you know, help, you know, do what little I can to make things a bit more welcoming and more enjoyable for everyone in, in the video game industry. Because that's, if you really love video games, that should be your end goal. Hmm. It's to just have as many people enjoy the stuff you enjoy. I don't get the people that want communities to be... And it's not just gender stuff, it's about anything. It's about, you know, from people that hate bands when they sell out because everybody knows them and stuff. Oh,
3: sure.
0: um, I don't get anyone who wants to keep their stuff to themselves. Uh, I find that selfish and just being a very bad fan who doesn't want the best for their the thing they enjoy. Sure. I don't, why wouldn't you want your favourite band to be successful? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, well, but uh, mm. you know, back to the topic. It was even for myself, as I say, who's been trying to cover these issues. It it gives it a sense of perspective and an identity that I don't think anyone can appreciate until they kind of see it in full force. You know?
1: Sure. Yeah. And and it was great. Oh, it's the hissing. I gotta go.
0: Turn it off. Go guys. turn it. Go turn it off. Talk with Conrad about gender. I'll be right back.
2: No, don't talk with me about gender.
0: Hello, Conrad. What is your favorite gender?
2: <laughs> oh, God.
0: No, I know you You like to, to stay out of it. Which is... Well, I do like to stay
2: out of it. Because, mean, well, it's, I mean, it's not... It's, I just don't feel like I have anything really to contribute to it. I'm totally happy pointing to people and saying, "Hey, I think this person has a good point, or that person makes some good arguments. But I don't really have, I, I would like very much for things to be at a point where everyone's happy and accepted a long time ago that that's never, ever, ever going to happen. It'd be great if it works out that everyone's really happy in this situation. And one day maybe that can happen, but I don't have a solution, and I'm perfectly happy to listen to other people and not stick my nose in where I don't think it's welcome.
1: Yeah, promoting other people um, but not claiming to know yourself makes a lot of sense for me in this situation quite a bit. I'll chime in, but I I don't want to be a loud voice in that. I'd rather help other people's voices to be louder. And I did want to say before people misunderstood me, I'm not sick of what the people tweeting number one reason why are saying, but the conversation that comes from that, I am kind of exhausted with, with a bunch of people saying, oh, they're just trying to get attention and complaining and men have problems too. And then other people saying, yeah, but it, you can't really compare because, you know, some people are um, privileged and others are. And they say, no, I'm not privileged. I've been made fun of my whole life.
0: and Just, ah, oh, that whole circular argument. I get that. It, yeah, I can get Oops. that. I can get um, it. It, it 's the same as me- with me in the old review discussions. You always see the mm. same arguments, and it, it seems like no one ever wants to reach a consensus um, I always feel bad complaining that i 'm tired of it because for some people th- that is what they do every day because they That's feel right. compelled to do so or, or they're involved or you know they're personally affected by some of the real shit that happens in the industry and sure. and it feels a bit. I don't know what's the word, callous I guess to say that you're exhausted to say, you know, oh I'm tired of this when you've got to wonder how the people who are in the thick of it constantly feel mm-hmm. you know it's absolutely that they stand on their own two feet every day is is remarkable i reckon um i mean hell just just for doing the article i did which was kind of neutral really it was mm-hmm. just saying you know hey maybe we could not be so abusive to each other um i was subject to some abuse for that <laughs> uh, and but even then it's like I still feel incredibly fortunate That all I got was the little amount I got As, as, oh, sure. as, as hurtful as the people tried to be um, It was still nothing Compared to what a lot of people Were getting from it Mostly because as a male gamer I seem ineligible for most of the Rape threats mm. uh, Which cuts out about 95% Of the abuse Really mm. yeah, um, As, a, as a, a male writer you know i don 't get half as much uh shit you know, and I still get a lot <laughs> and, yeah uh, and People the fact I you yeah. for a, any other thing they can but and the fact i 'm grateful for that I sure. think says a lot, but it's like well, I get shat on pretty much every day, but it's still absolutely nothing <laughs> uh in the grand scheme of things when really it it, it shouldn't be um if if the If the worst this industry got was me being called fat a bit <laughs> um well, I say a bit a lot um but if that was the worst, then this would be a fantastic industry to be in i think uh but it's not that yeah. way I mean it's still a fantastic industry I think that was I liked that they also had the number one reason to be and the number one reason mentor tags as well because so, there was a lot of positivity going around yesterday as well. Which is uh, again good to remember that it is still a fantastic industry, but there is a lot of shit wrong in it and if you like the game- if you're really a fan of the game industry you you should wanna not let it stay the way it is i I was saying this about other subjects yesterday as well about you know complaining about when there's a bad game on a on a exclusive to a particular system, but fans of that system defend the game because they feel like. They'll lose something if they admit it's shit When it's Mm. like if you're a true fan You should actually be angry that your system's being insulted With a really shit game Mm. Um, When I saw people Defending Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified Just because it was on the Playstation Vita I'm like No (laughs) That game makes the Playstation Vita look shit Mm. You should Mm -hmm. be angry At the game for that Not pretending it's good I don't know But whatever yeah,
1: yeah, you know how people are. They they get invested in weird places and they want things for reasons that aren't particularly productive or rational and then they start getting real mad about stuff that's not really worth getting mad about. And they and they don't want everybody to like video games and have a place in video games. A lot of people video games is their thing that They define themselves by, and they define themselves by not being like women or older people or younger people. So if anything's for a woman or for an old man like me, or a young man, then sucks. Now All those games suck and should be destroyed, and everyone who likes them is a loser. Because they uh, define themselves by not being like that. Makes them feel special, I guess. It's kind of weird and sad. Yeah. Or they define themselves by having the Vita and everything on the Vita has to be great. Therefore, great game, declassified. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Or when it's like I mean the PS three online capability is objectively shit. <laughs> it factually takes longer to download a patch for a game on a PS3 than it does on an Xbox three sixty, but you get people saying, No, it's just your internet connection. It's like fucker. I've got all the systems here. I'm downloading stuff on them all the time. One is slower than the other. It's not my connection, dickhead. And I see that as enabling. They're just enablers, you know, who are excusing bad behaviour. You know, and the same is true for the other companies, people who defend Xbox Live subscription fees Mm -hmm. or or think every time you suggest that maybe not every Zelda is 100% perfect. You're Mm -hmm. part of some secret pact to demolish Nintendo from within. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, yeah, I don't get fans (laughs) who think that to be a fan of something, you have to be unconditionally supportive of it and never broker any criticism.
1: Well, it was fun in the line for the Wii U launch. I was asking some people, what if it was the exact same console, the exact same games, but it was called the Xbox U, and instead of having Mario characters, there was Halo characters in, in New Super Mario Bros. U. But other than that, Exact same everything. Would you buy it? They're like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> like really angry to suggest that it's even possible. It's a primitive team mentality. And and for the record, I would have bought the Xbox 360 U day one if if it were just like the Wii U except with uh, Xbox branding. I wouldn't care. I just think the games are fun. The console's good. Um, but no, it's a, it's a it's a sad. It's a sad world. And and trying to tell them to not think that way is like yelling in the ears of a deaf person. You're deaf! <laughs> if they could hear you, you know, you wouldn't have to tell them. Yeah. But they can't, you know. Let's let's not be sad. Let's talk about happy things. Xbox three sixty sold so good on Black Friday. Isn't that neat? Good for them. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that a uh, console can, you know, the longer it's been out, the more momentum it's built over the years. I like that, you know, people are quick to write off a console after it's been out for a year or two years. And it's never done poorly, but, you know, for a long time it wasn't number one in sales. And they've really picked up over the past couple of years. Uh, for me, that shows we're in an industry where a console can be around for a little while and maybe not... Um, succeed, but if it holds out and reinvents itself a few times and gets enough games, it always come back. Makes me think maybe maybe someday the PlayStation Vita will be, you know, selling seven hundred thousand units on a Black Friday. That's possible now.
0: <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Hooray! Everybody could win. Yay! I I I do wish that were true. I love maybe. The, I love the Vita so much, but uh, oh, it is sad. <laughs> It's a sad time for the PS Vita. Um, There's got Ragnarok Odyssey. That's something. Uh, yeah, this generation has seen two different types of console success. I think because the Wii mm-hmm. was a big explosion. That lasted a couple of years. Yeah, like it was a whoa, big, like, it massive
1: was like four years of woof selling yeah, so
0: good. Massive overnight, quick to rise, stuck around for, as you say four years, and mm. then just kind of.
1: I, well, then the I don't want to say
0: suddenly disappeared, but you know it uh, kind of dropped off. Uh, whereas the 360, of course, was very I think consistent. It
3: mm. was two
0: different methods of success, but both have seemed equally viable. Mm-hmm. Where the 360 was more, you know, it was up there and it just stayed and just kind of stayed the distance and has just been going along. Um, and it's done very well for both of them. Um, mm-hmm. And the PS3 is shiny. <laughs>
1: It is not a failure. By it's by not a failure. No. No. no, it's done well. And for in Japan, itself. it still does very well. And uh, you know, it's the Wii did pretty well everywhere. Three sixty did really well in the U.S. and Europe, and Japan did. I mean, uh, PS3 did really well in Japan, and and somewhat in Europe as well. So they all kind of have their place. It's nice. Everybody wins.
0: No, I don't think we had like a GameCube moment.
1: I no, I think most people considered
0: yeah. the GameCube an objective failure. Yeah, um, I this year, I think everyone walked away. I, I, I would reckon Sony is not happy with how it no, went down.
1: But they've got really high standards for themselves. They, they expect to just landslide, destroy everything else. Well, right? they,
0: they got well, really... Following
2: up the PlayStation 2 was not going to be an easy feat to begin with, and they made some kind of questionable choices along the way that probably didn't help the system. Yeah. Push forward. But... Well, I
0: mean, their big problem was they thought it was going to be easy. Yeah, they thought it was going to be easy because they had two big successes with the PlayStation, PlayStation Two. Which, to be fair, a lot of the success there also hinged on the failures of their rivals. Mm-hmm. I mean, the GameCube didn't do very well, and the Xbox, the original one, was late to the party. So the PS Two. Mm-hmm. Not that it didn't have a lot of strong selling points, it did, but it's also helped by the fact that its rivals didn't have those selling points. Um, the PlayStation, of course, predominantly went up against the Dreamcast, which, you know... Uh, Saturn.
3: It's the Saturn that
0: as well, out. yeah, that didn't N64, work
1: out. N64, no cartridge-based... Uh, sticking with cartridges. Kind of left then. in the dust. Yeah, no kidding.
0: Whereas this generation, you know, the Xbox brand had been built sufficiently. Microsoft knew what it was doing. Uh, and Xbox Live, of course, was a big thing. um Nintendo, nothing needs to be said. The Wii mm. was this sudden boom. There we are. We are now successful again. And and Sony, I don't think was expecting that. I think they'd gotten so used to an easy ride. But when they came out and said, here's our $600 system, if you want it, get two jobs, and expected people to do it just because it had the PlayStation logo on it. And they were shell-shocked. And I, I still wonder if, if they've gotten over it yet, considering some of the other stuff they've done. Like, I mean, just this year, saying they wouldn't want to reduce PS Vita prices over Black Friday and, and stuff, and they or, or any price drop, even though, as far as I know, the 3DS was in a healthier position than the Vita was when it had its price drop or mm-hmm. something like that, so I wonder if they 've gotten over that kind of hubris, which they ought to i mean, as far as I can tell some of the some of the best company stuff has come out of of people that did get over uh, over that arrogance and realized they were in a tough way and and reacted to it
1: yeah absolutely uh, most of the best moves I've seen made by video game publishers and developers is when they're a little bit down and out and they need to take a risk but at the same time do something that they know is going to make everybody happy and not expect to kind of ride off of previous momentum when they have to really build something new that's exciting. That's, uh, that's when a lot of great things happen. That's what the PlayStation 1 did. There's some great games on there. Um, PlayStation 3, great hardware, but the way it's been supported, I don't know. I haven't been impressed with a lot of the Sony stuff the past five years or so. They're getting better now, though. They're really working hard on getting interesting games on their console. When, um,
0: when They've they made up... some fantastic moves. Yeah. I mean, they su- stuff like the success of Heavy Rain has been wonderful for the industry. It's. Mm-hmm. I, I still think Heavy Rain's success, as much as I've criticized its story, it was still a very positive thing. And... PlayStation Plus as well.
3: I've mm-hmm. come to
0: really appreciate PlayStation Plus. I thought that was, a, over time, that's proven a very wise alternative to the Xbox Live model. And hopefully that's done well for them. I'd like to see them rewarded for actually giving things to subscribers rather than taking shit away.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. The, the way that Xbox Live has... It's going to be very unpopular for me to say this, but if you look at how cults are designed and how Xbox Live is designed it's pretty similar they really got a kind of way of worming into people's <coughs> brains with Xbox Live it creeps me out I've been meaning to write about it people get so mad at me when i say that and that's that's another aspect and it's of it that is true that is kind of, yeah.
0: true jim jones charged people 60 bucks a year to stay on that island <laughs>
1: It's a weird
0: sort of the uh, And very much like Xbox Live everybody was upset when there was scheduled downtime.
2: Well, I I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure Charles Manson made everybody look at advertisements at all times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Plus he justified what he was doing because it came with Twitter and Facebook. <laughs>
1: I'm picturing Charles Manson with a swastika on his head talking about Twitter and Facebook. That would be pretty. <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> The hissing's gone now, right, guys?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
1: That's good. I feel relieved. Well, what do you want to do now on the show?
0: No. We can Why do whatever don't... you want. No. Defoe Why
1: is, is uh, still a strong force on Miiverse.
0: Oh, God, it's only going from strength to strength.
1: Hundreds of people every day getting a load of all the Defoe pictures on the Rabbids Land
0: Miiverse. Yeah, it's. it's, it's... Settled nicely into Mostly Pictures now. Um, it, it, there was a lot of text before, but people have given up on that. It's like, let's just put Defoe's face on something and make a joke. There's been some great ones. There was a Wii that someone did, a console with Willem Defoe's face. Oh, growing, that is a
1: good one.
0: Growing out of it, the uh, wii Defoe. There was um, a foot and the big toe had his face on it, and it was Willem's de toe It was a good one. I did, um, yesterday I drew Battle Foads.
1: Oh, I saw that.
0: That was great. There's a lot of good stuff going on. What was the one you did recently? Late last
1: night I did um, Willem Darfur or something like that. (laughs) I put his face in the Sudan and it was like Sudan, Ethiopia, Darfur.
0: Oh, that is tasteless.
1: Yeah, well, you know, he could be on... Darfur. He could be. He could be. He could That's be. what I said. Temporary
0: yes. fiction again. <laughs> One day we, we'll do a charity drive, send Willem Dafoe to Darfur to entertain the children there. The children with their AK-47s in their hands. And they'll be cheered to see Hollywood's favourite actor. I'm
1: picturing what he would say.
0: He'd oh, go, hi, hi, kids. Yeah. Oh, hi, guys. Pretty oh, much hi. it. <laughs> oh, then he, hi. He'd get really awkward and it would be very clear he didn't want to be there. Like Hi, kids. <laughs> um, but yes, um, again, if, if you're a fan of Pottoid and you love Willem Dafoe and who doesn't, then do go to the Willem Dafoe... Oh, I, I almost just said the Willem Dafoe Meverse community. <laughs> it's the Rabbidsland Meverse community uh, which we've turned into the Willem Dafoe Meverse community. You just go there, scroll down. No one else is using it just some lazy people who are like is this game good oh no no it's not it's mediocre now fuck off if you're not talking about willem dafoe i get so angry if i see someone who's drawn a rabbit or says i like this game fuck off off topic we're talking about willem dafoe you slimy heathen
1: I wonder what Ubisoft, who must be keenly aware at this time that Podtoid is more of a driving force on Miiverse than their game is, I wonder how they feel about that. How would you feel, you know? You make a video game, work hard on it, Rabbit's Land, it's got its own community on the Wii U, and then all of a sudden, just Willem Dafoe instead.
0: If they're not grateful, fuck them. <laughs> That's the most play that <laughs> game's gonna get. I want a thank you card from Ubisoft for that. That's my gift to them. I hear the Funky Barn Miverse community is excellent as well. I've not been in that one yet.
1: Oh, it's yeah, it's not bad. I've uh, it's you know, it's a lot of pictures of barns and Funky and people using um, the word funk in place of fuck.
0: <laughs> you know, of course. Like-
1: like, Do you want to funky my barn and that sort of thing. Um, I think that uh, I think Giant Bomb said something about Funky Barn, which has people loving that one too. So so podcasts are kind of taking over the worst of the Wii U Meverse communities.
0: It is interesting because I mean, with some of those games, it's like a who's going to be talking in there and b what can be said about them. Mm. So it's like, well, we might. So that's why I picked on the Rabbids one. Pretty much it was one of the first things I did in Meverse because I was like even though I made a joke and it sounded insulting to Rabbids Land, it is true. There is no better use for it.
1: Well, what do you say about Rabbids Land? It is so mini games.
0: Well, you've seen what people say about it when they try. They either just draw a lame shitty picture of a rabbit or they say, is this game good? Fuck off out of here. If you want to know <sighs> if the of those... game's good, go on Twitter where you belong.
1: I do have to just, Some of those rabbits' pictures are pretty well drawn.
0: They're shitty because they're not Willem Dafoe. They're automatically. <laughs> I physical.
1: think one of them was Willem Dafoe though,
2: That's in true. a rabbit's
0: outfit. I did yes. that one. I did. Oh, I, okay. I did rabbit Dafoe when I. Because at first I was trying to keep this pretension going that I was still staying on the rabbits' topic while being subtle, um, and then I thought fuck that, and then we just did Willem Dafoe drawings.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I wonder how long it'll last. People are already saying, oh, Miiverse, you know, it's popular right now, but in a few months people are going to get sick of it. I'm not so sure. I think that the uh, the amount of entertainment you get out of it compared to how much you have to put into it, I think that ratio is going to stay pretty good. It's going to stay in the favorable zone for a yep. bit.
0: Well, here's another benefit to picking on the Rabbitland community. Yeah? Long after most people have gotten bored of Rabbitland. Mm-hmm. Long after most people have gotten bored of Miiverse, we'll still have that. If I'd taken over the Call of Duty one or the Mario one, you know, that would have... People's interest in Mario would have outlasted people's interest in Willem Dafoe.
1: Mm.
0: Sooner or later, that Rabbidsland community, the people asking if the game's good or drawing rabbits, will long die off and then it will be 100% Defoe.
3: <laughs>
1: I hope so. I like to, to, just like I'm glad the Xbox 360 is um, doing better, doing as good or better. Actually, it's a little worse than it did last year, but still, it's doing very, very well. I hope that the uh, Willem Defoe on MeVerse will be doing very, very well this time next year.
0: Let's hope so. Good fiscal strength. <laughs>
1: <coughs> uh, I've been scared to do my Gamecube commercial idea Why? It's, it's, it's so important to me <laughs> Like it really Is the summation of my Life up until this point point. And if I do it wrong or if people don't like It I'm just gonna It's gonna be hard for me guys It's gonna be tough but I can't just sit on it forever Right?
0: No. That's right I've uh, gotta give it a try yeah. at some point At this point, again, um, the Potted listeners are expecting me to seize upon you saying I can't sit on it forever. Um, (laughs) Let it just be noted, I have addressed that now. Uh, You can add your own jokes to that, um, but I just want it stated for the record that it's been addressed. You
1: mean like sitting on your
0: lap? On my penis, specifically. (sighs) Um, you know, in your anus, or if we're being a bit more fantastical, you've got a vagina for the purposes of this discussion. I mean, um, you could you could also be sitting on his fist. You could um, be doing that. Whoa! Um, I mean, the act of sitting doesn't preclude um, anything really from from being up your uh, jaxie.
1: <laughs> I don't get the whole anal sex thing, guys.
0: Uh, you said this last week.
1: Yeah, it seems like a real bother
0: it seems like it's it's okay.
1: People people g- are very supportive of it. I've read articles talking about nerve endings.
0: Dude, it's a good time out mm-hmm. there.
1: It, but it seems like just kind it, of it, a poop, poopy poop, poopy hole, you know. You know what
0: though for you homes?
1: Just,
2: uh-huh. We we'd muddle through.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Conrad, that means a lot. Thank you.
0: Cuz we care. <laughs> yeah, that we do um, But for the listeners who may be new mm. God help you Every, well not every week But every now and then Jonathan Holmes, because he believes In the Gamecube, Nintendo Gamecube Will pitch commercials For To put on television In the year 2012 <laughs> To sell people on the Gamecube And what have you got for us today Jonathan
1: Ah, uh, Okay So picture a cartoon hawk flying into the screen saying,
3: Ah, I'm Artemis Hawkins. How are you? Did you know that the hawk is the natural predator to the snail? You know why? They're delicious.
1: He's just eating these snails. And then. (laughs) Of
0: course uh, he
1: does. Yeah. then a theme song goes, trails, snail trails, snail trails, snails, snail snails, 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 snails. And it turns out the
2: whole thing, you're just watching the hawk eat these snails the whole time this song is playing? Or is there, okay.
1: That's right. And then the logo snail trails comes on. It turns out it's a cereal for snail trails where you eat little realistic snails. And then the camera pans over. Remember, this is my life's. Work. Yes. This is everything I this am. This
0: is your Magnus office.
1: It is. This every. If you take a close read on this, you will see everything I am as a being. So it pans over. And there's a realistic snail that goes,
3: "Fuck." <laughs>
1: oh, fuck my life! God damn it!
3: <laughs>
1: I just wish I was dead. Look, look at me. No arms. No fucking legs. What am I supposed to do? And
3: everywhere I go. So there's a trail of disgusting mucus everywhere! I'm I'm a fucking freak! <sighs>
1: and look at those fuckers over there! And then the <laughs> camera pans over. And there's some slugs. Uh, go, Dude, what's your gamer score? Fuck that. I prestige ten times in Call of Duty. Then it pans over to the to the snail again. <laughs>
3: enjoying it. They don't hold even on. have fucking
0: shells. Hold on, hold on. Wait, go back. You cut out during that bit when it oh. cuts back to the snail. It cuts back to the snail.
1: Oh, it cuts back to the snail, yeah. yes. And he goes,
3: those shits, those fucking ignorant shits living in bliss. They have no idea how fucking bad they have it. They don't even have fucking shells. All I got is this disgusting fucking shell. What am I supposed to live in this shit? How am I supposed <laughs> to live in this shit? I just watched I it's fucking dead! I wish I fucking
1: dead. and then a GameCube comes down on the snail and crushes it <laughs> and you cut up to jd roth who was the host of some show about video games in the 80s he's like hey kids jd roth here i know you're into conking koopas and saving the princess in the mario brothers series and hey i don't want you to stop that but why don't you take a minute think about the snails in your life they all wish they were fucking dead man do them a favor and kill those little fuckers they deserve your help. And then, the GameCube that he dropped on him Mm. flies into the air and rips his throat out. And they freeze frame it uh, right as the the throat is being ripped out. And you see that the GameCube has grown snail eyes. Like a disgusting, techno-mutant, organic machine kind of like out of a uh, Cronenberg movie or uh, Naked Lunch. You see Naked Lunch where the... uh, The typewriters turn into beetles that talk?
0: I've seen, yeah, a long time ago, but yeah. It's like that. The snail has been reincarnated
1: in the GameCube, and it's ripping J.D. Roth's throat out, and blood is squirting everywhere. And it says GameCube. There should probably be a tagline, too. Let me think about that. GameCube, reincarnating depressed snails into murderous techno-snail hybrids. (laughs) That wouldn't sell...
0: I am stunned. It's pretty amazing. That's a good one. That's okay. That, it's that a is long. incredible. Uh, it will sell exactly zero game cubes. <laughs> <laughs> But it would be talked about. Holy shit, Jonathan.
1: <laughs> it's it's really who I am. 100%.
0: Have we made you this? No. This no. isn't our fault, is
1: it? Cause no, I don't mean to undercut the importance of Podtoid. You guys are my friends and you're important to me, but I've been like this for a long time.
0: That, I, I, so long as it's... Well, no, thank I'd God feel, for that. Good, glad yeah, to hear that. I feel okay.
1: guilty. <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't be on Podtoid if I weren't already like this. <laughs> you know, the first episode where you're like, Hey, how's Uranus? I would have been like, I'm out. Mm. But instead I was like, oh, yeah? You want to mm. talk... I mean, it's okay. If I, yeah. had, if I had hope and stability. i do mean, that for thousands of people. I'll do that, sure. Yeah. I've got a, a job and a master's degree, and if anyone in my work ever hears this podcast, I'm potentially going to be investigated and potentially <laughs> you know, thought of. Offer to
0: sp- investigate yourself. You're, you're the detective.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> I like you, Jonathan.
1: Oh, I like you too, Jim.
0: You're all right. This is why I wanted you on, because you are a fascinating individual.
1: I take some weird... I make some weird decisions,
0: yeah. some weird yeah. divisions. Divisions? <laughs> that too. I yeah. make some visions divisions as well. Uh, but, yeah, that... <laughs> wow. That was incredible. I have a feeling that will be considered a poddoid highlight.
1: You think so? I really was worried it wasn't that
0: good. It's the most no, fucked-up thing you've done since Muddy Buddies.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that. Oh, um true. Yeah. I, I feel almost <laughs> awful suggesting that I follow it up with a movie pitch for Willem Defoe. I think that why not? But I can do that if you want. I, I would like that it. a lot. It's okay. I've I've had this idea for a couple of days. Uh I call it Blue Eye in the Brown Eye. <laughs> that's not a good idea. Brent Brent Frasier. <laughs> is a high-priced lawyer called and Brazier. He, he is in a small town, but he is successful getting paedophiles off the hook uh, for doing bad things. There is one scene when a woman is... Well, a girl, essentially, is in the courtroom testifying against a fat man with glasses. Not me. Another fat man with glasses. I would probably get that Dennis Nedry guy to do it. And while she's talking... Brendan Brazier sees the man Like touching himself under the table In the yes. defendant box, And he brings him out and he's like Hey you, why'd you do that? That's bad I'm not gonna defend you Because you are an actual pedophile And he's like you can't do that you idiot And it's like okay well I better defend you then And he, he goes back into the courtroom And he's like hey you girl You are lying about this pedophile for saying he touched you And then the, the girl is like I am lying actually I'm sorry And she cries And the judge bangs his gavel And says this girl will go to prison For a hundred years Gosh. While the pedophile is let off
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You win a- Is it like Boss Nass? You it just-
3: is Boss Nass <laughs> <laughs> The right honourable judge Boss Nass Degunga
0: Degunga Says you've done it again Friend and Brazier You're the best one Bang 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 for the gavel. And friend and Brazier says I am the best lawyer I'm gonna go into the bathroom and look at the mirror And go and wink at myself And he does that And then he goes back onto his wife Deborah Messing and she's like oh, You have done well For lawyering And I say yeah I know I did And then he gets a knock on the door and the door opens, and it's Al Pacino, uh, who is who's playing the character of a high-priced New York lawyer called Al Pacinco, and he goes, Hoo-ha! you're gonna go to, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hoo-ha!
0: you're gonna go to. <laughs> I can't do him at all. I can't even half do him. Like
3: you're y'all. gonna go to. No, it's okay. <laughs> ha <"Hoo-ha!
0: laughs>
3: you're gonna go to New York.
0: Hey, Tom." You're waking up, my boy. He is now also Spike from Tom and Jerry. You're gonna go to New York and be a lawyer with that red-haired guy from Stay
3: Tuned, who turned out to be a pedophile. What?
1: Who's that? Jeffrey Jones? Is he I on Stay Tuned?
0: Can't remember. <laughs> this is. It, I should point out this is Al Pacino, not Willem Dafoe, even though the voices I do for them are very hard to tell apart. No, your Pacino's more breathy. It's good. You you might also think this is just Devil's Advocate, but it's not. Okay, I'm waiting for the point where it's. (laughs) Yeah. It's not. It's not. not. So, anyway, Friend and Brazier and Mebra Dessing go to You Nork (laughs) to start their new lawyering job. And now Pacino's like, Ah! (laughs) who Don't worry about anything that might happen to you that's weird. It's not. And he just goes away. He grows wings and flies to the moon. And at that moment, Brendan Fraser says, Oh my god, I've got an itch in my asshole. Why is it itching so bad? It's like really raw. And he gets a mirror and looks, like holds it round, a system of mirrors, and looks round and just pulls his ass cheeks apart. And there's a little blue eye inside his arsehole. Oh. and he winks with a squelch and just says, "Here's looking at you, kid." It's <laughs> <That's> terrifying. <laughs> it's Willem Dafoe's voice yeah, in yeah. his ass, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I can't believe this has happened to me. I'm gonna go get a doctor immediately." <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh
1: boy. That's oh. how we that's how we're... That's how
0: oh. is. I'm gonna go get a doctor, see? So he rings up the doctor and says, Doctor, come over, please. And uh the doctor arrives. Obviously Val Kilmer And yeah, he's the new one now. And <laughs> Val Kilmer comes round and says, Hello! I'm Val Kilmer the Doctor. I'd like to look inside your asshole, please. And he's like, I never said anything was in my asshole. So oh, it is in your asshole. Well that's a jolly good coincidence. Bend over and get get a good old look up your goosey shoot, shall we? And he pulls his ass cheeks apart and the eye is in there and says, Hello, Doctor That's so scary.
1: Why does it talk? It doesn't have a mouth, but you hear sounds and you just see a blue
3: eye. God <laughs> damn it! <It's> scary!
0: <laughs> At that point, a purple laser beam flies out of the eye. And goes into Val Kilmer's eye. And Val Kilmer's like, Oh my goodness! (laughs) I I can't believe what is happening to me! This is strange. And that goes on for a bit. About 15 minutes of just just a laser in Val Kilmer's eye coming out of Brendan Fraser's arse while he's going, Oh! Oh no! Rest assured, this is a fabulous phenomenon. And at that point, the eye in Brendan Fraser's ass blinks closed. And Brawl Kilmer is released from the spell. And he says, Oh, my word! I saw things! Terrible things! I saw my own death! I saw a tram hurtling towards me! And it hit me! And just as it hit me, I was released! And Brendan Fraser says, Shut up, you idiot! That's not happening! My asshole can't tell the future!
1: How is he so sure? What am, why is he so nonchalant about this phenomena? With his, can he poop anymore? Is he just blocked up by the blue eye?
0: Um, you're asking a lot of questions. I'm the, very interested in this. The answer to it all is dramatic tension. <laughs> because the very next day, Val Kilmer's crossing the street, just going, "Oh, I was the Batman," and a tram hits him, and he is dead. And. Oh. Ren- Ren- bum bum. Bye. Yeah. Brendan Fraser's like, oh my gosh, hey? It's, <laughs> this is just like Devil's Advocate and also now a bit of final destination and all the ring. Uh, more like the ass thing.
1: <laughs> Does he like wink at the camera after saying that? It's yeah. like little aside to the audience. Yep,
0: there's a knock at the door and Danny <laughs> DeVito comes in. Mm. I'm Danny DeVito I that you've got a magic ass. Would like to have a look at it, please? And then a sharp thing, TV's Danny DeVito. I'm going to pull down my pants and pull my ass cheeks apart, and you can have a look at the big old blue eye in my ass. So he does that. Brendan, um, Danny DeVito looks inside the ass, and the purple laser beam comes out, hits Danny DeVito in the eye, and he's like,
1: oh. <laughs> he's happy.
0: Uh, just, just mesmerized.
1: It's like um, the blue. It's like the dark crystal a little bit. A
0: bit like the dark crystal.
1: Yeah, scary. <laughs> with, scariest part.
0: With less puppets. I don't know why it's so much easier
2: to visualize a purple laser coming out of Brendan Fraser's ass and into Danny DeVito's eye, but this is totally believable. I'm in it. I can visualize it. I can see it.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Mesmerize me. <laughs>
0: So for 15 minutes Danny DeVito's going oh, 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 like that. Uh, spell breaks, you know, the eye blinks and the eye says, well I hope you enjoy dying. <laughs> wow. And, and um, Brendan Fraser says, he's not going to enjoy dying because my ass can't see the future. He's die. <laughs> and Danny DeVito.
3: Says, I saw garden shears. This is amazing. I'm going to
0: phone the paper. Knows <laughs> out to phone the paper, but then there's Weird Al Yankovic with garden shears and says, I'm going to cut your fucking head off. Yeah. Yo, Dick.
1: Where was, where did he come from?
0: He cuts his um, head off and his head oh. all the way, just rolling around, just going, oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, as it rolls away And then Weird Al Yankovic Winks at the camera and says He didn't expect that Hoo-ah! <laughs> Throws wings and flies to the moon Whoa <laughs> How
1: fast does it take to get to the moon? A
0: minute And <laughs> After five days and five more celebrities Die <laughs> In various circumstances uh, You know one um, I don't know uh, William Shatner falls off a ladder into a bucket of alligators. Steve Buscemi is wrongly accused of being the Black Dahlia killer and he's murdered in prison. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and happens, <it's, laughs> and eventually uh, Brendan Fraser says, wow, I've come to a conclusion. What if my ass can tell the future and it predicts people's deaths when they look up my jungle soul.
1: Is he just alone in a room?
0: talking? Yep. yep. <laughs> and when he okay. said yep. that, this laughter coming through his eyes. Just
3: <laughs> you just broke the curse, you idiot! You stupid idiot! The curse of the ass eye lawyer, ass eye! <laughs> <laughs> What oh. the,
1: f- what the fuck is that? It's <laughs> Do you hear it, Conrad? Oh
2: no, it's I it's think gotta it's gotta be me
1: again. Yeah, yeah. I think so.
0: We we'll better get this done quickly. I'm right near the end. Okay. The curse is the shot lawyer from the south will come.
3: You Nork have a really itchy eye in his ass that'll be with him forever, unless, unless. He realizes that something's wrong with that situation. It was a fiendish scheme by old wizards
0: back in the day. But now. And then the earth starts to split and a big light spills out of it, and these two hands come out of his arts and pull. (sighs) Well, Brendan Fraser's like, ah, my fucking ass! Oh my god! And, and Willem Dafoe's voice just says yes and now and his head comes out and he's got this weird hat on that's like got two furry points on it and a really big collar right and his eyes are um back a bit but it's not racist don't worry and he's got a magic staff and he says and now
3: after a thousand years I'm free now we conquer Earth <laughs>
0: Fucking repulsor, but Willem Dafoe playing it. And Brent Fraser said, "But I thought we were on Earth because Willem Dafoe was pointed up to the sky and there's Earth up there." He says, "That's the twist of it, you prick. <laughs> it's an even Earth."
1: Where have they been this whole
3: time?
0: Not so explained because by that time the credits are rolling and going, go, go,
3: Power Rangers. <laughs> Come power and Oh,
1: are the uh, credits going really fast over that slow tune?
3: The mighty Morphin' Power Rangers. <laughs>
1: Power Ranger Soul, yes. That was a great idea, Jim. Did you like him? Yeah, I would totally watch that movie. It's pretty, pretty stunning. I was stunned.
0: It's, it's shocking. Mm. The next human centipede.
1: <laughs> I hope so. I hope that that happens instead of another human centipede. Yeah, it should be. Probably not.
0: Now, Tom six and see if he's interested in directing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I started the Podtoid questions, I guess. Do oh. we want to do those, or is it too early?
0: Um, it's getting too late, so let's get them done now. Because oh, got... okay.
1: Stuff. Well,
0: I I think it might have been
1: preemptive. I don't know if you know about the blonde cook, who is at Big Century ninety on Twitter. He asks me questions from out of nowhere. Like he asks me if I think that the speaking of shippers that the, the star of Gravity Rush should have a lesbian relationship with another character in Gravity Rush, I said, I don't know, I, if, if the writers want. And then the other day he was asking me what I think of Michael Moore. I'm like, oh, you know, sometimes he's a bit manipulative, but there's some facts in his work. Today he's asking me, what is your opinion on character What is your opinion on character by the name of George Costanza from Seinfeld? So what do you guys think? What's your opinion of George
0: Costanza? Which one is he? You see the little glasses one? Yeah, he's the bald, the bald,
2: short one.
0: Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, seven out of ten. Mm, yeah. yeah, I think out of the Seinfeld, in that
1: um, compared to the other characters, Jerry is the worst. Jerry gets a two out of ten. Kramer gets a strong nine out of ten, and George, yeah, he's seven point five eight. Um, do we
0: do we knock any points off Kramer because of racism or not?
1: Oh no, that's pre-racism.
0: We let yeah, we let it, it stay. I yeah, know, I think. I don't think Kramer
2: was... Kramer was kind of a one-note job, and he was fine, and, you know, but it wasn't that... Jerry wasn't very interesting, I'll give you that.
1: He's kind I, of boring. I literally can't stand uh, Jerry Seinfeld. He, he's like chalkboard scrapes for me. Yeah. What is the guy go... The guy, oh, I'm out. As soon as he starts going up and down this intonation for no reason, just talking about peanuts or gas prices, I do... Ooh,
0: <laughs> I like the lane.
1: I think. Yeah, I like the, the lane best. too.
0: Is that awesome. the is that the the beautiful girl one?
1: Mm, yeah, I've been a big fan of, uh,
0: of Julia Louis Dreyfus.
1: Yeah, ever since like the 1980 season of Saturday Night Live when I first saw her and Kazarinski. Yeah. She was with Tim Kazerinsky, Tim
2: guys. Tim damn it, that's the name I was trying to remember the other day. I was like, what's the name of the sort of scrunched up face guy that was on SNL with the mop top?
1: Thank mm. you! Anytime I think about Tim Kazerinsky, again get him out. Um, Timothy Johns asks, would you perform oral upon yourself if you could? I would not. I would not want to have to deal with giving oral sex to myself. That's... Too much work, liar, liar. I would. Are you no having the feeling of my own? It would be very confusing, troubling. I I wouldn't want to do it.
0: I'd do it. Oral sex isn't that great,
1: guys. I I
2: I think hmm? it's one thing to have you know your your partner tell you that you had a, a a. a disappointing performance orally, and another thing to have that confirmed by personal knowledge. Um, so I <laughs> shy to away from that. Yeah, I better. don't. Yeah. I don't need to know for myself how bad I am
0: sexually.
3: Mm.
0: Practice makes perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, so many questions are coming in. For some reason, a lot of people are asking about what I think of Jim's ideas. That's interesting to me that people would wonder because I think it's pretty clear if you listen to the show what I think of them. But I guess they think maybe I secretly think something else. Um, anyway, Patrick Daggs asks, you're holding Batman and Willem Dafoe from falling off a cliff. You can only save one. Who do you choose? Willem Dafoe. What do you guys Willem Dafoe. Yeah.
2: Which issue of <laughs> Batman, Batman is it? save himself. Batman's already figured out a plan. He's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm not that worried about Batman.
2: I'm not yeah. even really
0: worried about Willem Dafoe. He's fine, too. But <laughs> <laughs> i pull him up,
2: because I'd want to talk to him. Batman's got nothing interesting to say.
0: Chances are good Killer Croc's already behind me, and Batman's working out a way to save me from him. Mm. So I'll just concentrate on Willem, thanks.
1: Did you just say that Willem Dafoe should play Killer Croc in a Batman movie? Because if you did, you're right.
0: I didn't, but now I say it.
1: Man, that would be so good. Killer Croc's really underutilized. There's a good episode of the old uh, Batman cartoon show where Killer Croc teams up with a child actress who has like the Gary Coleman syndrome. She can't get bigger, so she's always just a, a, a baby-like character. And uh, they make such an awesome team, Baby Tall and Killer Croc. So good.
0: Actually, I was watching Batman Forever the mm-hmm. other day. And That's I thought Willem weird. Dafoe would make an excellent Two Face. Oh yeah, you're right. Like not even yeah. from a joke, ha ha. Willem Dafoe is funny looking, but like from a genuine, terrifying, like the way Two Face is, like mm-hmm. the real Two Face. Not, I mean to be honest, you know he did a good job. Did Tommy Lee Jones, uh, but eh, but it, he just doesn't have it in him. He did it, a... He did it okay for the film they were making. Yeah, you know, but for a real, because because the 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 proper Two Face has this intensity to him, mm. uh, which they didn't even really have in The Dark Knight. He's got this real intense nature to him that I think Willem Dafoe would pull off magnificently. Yeah, um, so that would be good to see. I was as I, as I was watching Batman Forever, I did consider that Tommy Lee Jones's performance may have in some way and indirectly influenced my impressions of Willem Dafoe. Because really? Tommy Lee Jones does spend half the film just going,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: he played it like a '60s. Uh... He's gone again. Yeah, cut out
0: again. Who me? Yeah, he played it oh,
1: like no. a '60s what? '60s Batman villain. Yeah, '60s. Yeah, sorry, I think it's when the tweets are coming in. My internet goes poo-poo because they're coming in the tweets questions. Ah. Coming in. Maurice 10, our old uh, friend, worked for Destructoid. We still love him. Oh, works now? Work... Yeah, he works for a video game company. Which one? Some One of the good ones.
0: Deep Dicking.
1: Yeah, that's it. Deep Silver, right? Deep Silver?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That's one way of calling it, yeah.
1: He's challenging us to be funny. I don't think I can do it. He asks, how many Q4 titles can you string together in one sentence, while each title is also a pun? Whoa, that's hard. Black ops. You know, he
2: always had unreasonable demands.
1: <laughs> 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 Something about Halo f- 4 guys.
0: He used to try and get me to do my job.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember that.
0: Real, real bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so we're giving
1: up on his question then. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> I did a little bit.
0: Halo, uh, have I won? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then Noby, Noby, e- Noby, Noby Boy eBooks, who is at Slime Girl on Twitter. Oh, you know what's pretty awesome? Uh, one of the creators of Slime Girls might be on Subhome soon. That's really exciting. Anyway, uh, she asks, "What happened to modern cinematography? Question mark Exclamation point Why aren't there any so bad it's good video game movies anymore?
0: I think there are. Aren't there? I think part of the problem is they try. They try to be serious." but in a real grim, dark way that Mm. doesn't leave room for any accidental humor because it's too depressing. But Uh. that said, that said, Silent Hill Revelations is fucking funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it yet.
0: It's got a level of campness to it that, I mean, I think that's the big problem is kind of camp fell by the wayside a lot uh, when we left the 90s. Mm. So the 90s we had Mortal Kombat, we had Street Fighter, we had a lot of shamelessness, whereas in today's culture, people are too self-aware. There's too much self-aware, too much irony floating around for people to allow themselves to just be over the top and shameless. Mm. Um, So that's why I think a lot of movies these days are just miserable fucking things. But Silent Hill Revelations just doesn't give a fuck. And every time it tries to be scary, it's hilarious. And when you see Malcolm McDowell's nipple, it's hilarious. (laughs) I
1: can't wait to see that. Is that out on DVD already? I don't think so. Oh, I should go find it. Anyway, uh, I also thought the Resident Evil movies were all pretty funny. The first one probably the least funny, but even that has some jokes. Second one's hilarious. Uh, third one also funny. Fourth one, eh, I haven't seen the fifth one yet. But yeah, those are good. Uh, but I, I I know what she means. Like um, the Max Payne movie was pretty humorless, and Hitman movie was pretty pretty humorless. Man. People are asking me about my anus now. Should yeah. we do one more question? We talked about buttholes so much in this episode. Uh, don't worry about it. Oh my god. Talked about. Are they tumbling. gonna ever, are they gonna get <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was an innocent moment. Um uh, we'll, we'll end on this. Uh Rice Kent asks Jim if he has seen the I assume it's a TV show. Psychoville. It's in reference to how you were talking about the League of Gentlemen. So I have. I know, what is it?
0: Psychoville is um, Something that two of the members of the League of Gentlemen Went on to write after the League of Gentlemen It's um It's very hard to describe It's a it's hard to describe without Revealing the twist because the twist kind of Sums up the show so perfectly But it's essentially a comedy drama Um about Various Um eccentric individuals Who, who end up sort of Bound together by a single thing Dawn French is in it Um oh. And yeah, there's one of the running stories is about a blind old man who is after the holiest of holies, which is a a rare beanie baby. And he's trying to get this like one last remaining beanie baby. uh, And he's competing against a pair of Siamese twins for it. Uh, It's a very weird show.
1: Sounds good. How is it like a six episode BBC type deal? Like the office? Did it run for longer?
0: I think there's two seasons of it now. I did, I don't think I caught season two yet. Um, mm. I saw the first season. There's quite something.
1: Oh, I'll look for that. Sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. So we did it, guys. We, we did, did
0: it. I, need to, I do need to wrap up quickly. Cause, oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, so what are you doing this week, Jonathan?
1: We've got Douglas Wilson on Sup Holmes this Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He created Johann Sebastian Joust, which not a lot of people have played, but tons of people talk about uh everyone who plays it uh that i've talked to anyway can't stop talking more about it really popular with actual developers um it's a game in case you don't know we've talked about it on the show before that uses pretty much just the playstation move without a uh, television screen at all to play it it's a local competitive game uh he was also he started the company that made where is my heart which is a game that we reviewed on Destructoid, gave it a 9.5. It's a strange puzzle platformer, 2D graphics, that splits the screen around, and you actually control where the, the world is by moving aspects of the screen around, almost like moving panels of a comic book around, uh, and changing the story based on that. But you actually change the gameplay field. It's a really strange, interesting game. He's made a lot of other games on that. That's um, Where's My Hearts on... PS Minis, I think. So, very few people played it. But it's good. You should go play it. So, he'll be on Sup Holm, talking about being a video game developer, uh, which is a live stream show. And some people think it's Sub Poems. No, it's Sup like, What's Up Holmes? That's what I'm saying? What's the name of the show, guys? Jeez. Anyway, he'll be on Sunday on the Twitch TV channel at 1pm Pacific Standard Time, 4pm Eastern Standard Time. Also... We just put up the podcast version of last week's episode, which was with Sean Velasco, who was the director of Double Dragon Neon, A Boy in His Blob. He was assistant director of Contra 4. He's made a lot of great games. He had some very interesting things to say about game development in general. He talked about how Uncharted 2 made him feel like maybe game development sucked, and he would rather deliver pizza than make a game like Uncharted 2 because he hates it so much. He also talked about Ocarina of Time is uh, evil and bad. Then he talked about how Super Metroid is uh, God's gift to video games, as is Zelda 2. He loves Zelda 2. He talked about a lot of interesting things from a designer's perspective, so check it out. And uh, Oh, he also, of course, got the inside scoop on his work of forward. He talked a lot about those games, too. So, yes, that's on iTunes now. And I think I think that's everything I'm doing. I'm still working on Teenage Pokemon. Hopefully that'll be out in like a couple weeks We'll see.
0: Yeah, I want to have some words with you about that.
1: About Teenage Pokemon?
0: Yeah, not right now, though, but later on this week.
1: You're not mad at me, are you?
0: Absolutely not. Oh, good. Conrad, what are you up to, my friend? Oh, let's see. Uh, we'll be doing Saturday
2: Morning Hangover on Saturday. So we'll be playing uh, Xbox Live games, and we'll probably, uh, probably play some more Zombie U multiplayer, because uh, that's been a lot of fun.
0: That multiplayer is fantastic.
2: It's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, other than that, just little things here and there. Um, got a review next week for uh, uh, Primordia, that uh, adventure game, so that to be good. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, good times.
0: I'm good trying time. to design a mask for my face with my hands. If this, If my hands were made out of metal right now, this would look awesome. But they're not, so... Fuck that. Anyway, uh, this week uh, over at the Escapist Magazine, um, or just magazine dot com, uh, the Jimquisition is. Thanks for typing while I am talking.
1: Sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doctor.
0: Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the Jimquisition this week is called Friends. It's about friends lists. Um, sparked some spirited debate. It's quite good. Uh, by the time. This is on Destructoid's front page, so on Thursday, our Far Cry 3 review will finally be out. Uh, I've got the draft of that already. As I said, I felt like shit today, so it's been slow going, but I finally got to play uh, the co-op for that, um, as much as the connection would allow me. there are a lot of technical problems, but it seems to be all at my end. Um, but that should be up, Far Cry 3, um, which I enjoyed. It's going to be a nice, positive review to round out the year's big-budget games. It's cool. Um, other than that, Not a lot else. Uh, We will be back next week, then. Bye. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah.
3: Bye. Yeah. Yeah, bye.